0: Hello! Welcome! Good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening, whenever you're listening to this. I hope you're all having a great day. Welcome, or welcome back to You Learn Something New Every Day with Chloe Vetter. I am your host, my name is Chloe, and I'm excited to be here. I am recording at the spin studio that I work at, and... Yeah, I just, I haven't recorded here since, like, when I kind of started my podcast. I would record here sometimes, like, in between, like, filming classes. Because it was, like, when COVID started. Um, But, like, I usually just record at my house. And so, yeah, just change of scenery. So if there's any, like, noises or it seems a little bit more, not echoey, but a little bit. It might be a little bit kind of, you know, sound weird. But that's okay. We're still going to. We're going to have a great episode, we're going to have a great time, and yeah, happy Friday, you guys. Um, Before we do dive into this, this is going to be part six to my little series I've been doing on this book, Um, but before we do dive into today's topic, today's chapter that we're going to touch on, I want to share what I learned today, so if you're new here, the title of this podcast is called You Learn Something New Every Day with Chloe Vetter because you do learn something new every day. And if you don't think you do, you're not paying attention and you're not being aware and you're probably not being very mindful and present in your day-to-day life. Whether it is mundane or not, whether it's relevant or not, whether it's, you know, big or small or, you know, useful, not useful, you learn something every day just from experience, just from existing And the reason people might not realize it all the time, and you might be sitting there like, no, I don't. Like, it's because you're probably just not paying attention. You know, you're so focused on getting through the day. You're so focused on getting to tomorrow, getting to next week, getting to the weekend, whatever it is. And you're not really being present in what you have right in front of you. You're not being present in what's going on right now. And that is what I like to advocate for on this podcast, mindfulness. So, One thing that I learned, it's like 10 a.m. right now. It's, you know, pretty, you know, I still got a whole day ahead of me. But I learned today, and I've probably learned this, but like I obviously did not remember it at all because this was news to me. So one of our girls at CycleFit, the studio that I'm at, one of our girls is going to study abroad and she'll be going to Italy and I'm very jealous and she leaves tomorrow's her last day she leaves on Friday and I'm recording this on Wednesday but tomorrow's her last day with us and she was taking my class this morning because I just taught and I'm so sad I'm gonna miss her so much we love her but um I was just asking her because she said something about the time difference and like how it's gonna be a bitch you know I was like oh wait what is the time difference so I learned today that Italy is six hours ahead of us and by us I mean eastern standard time all right, I'm in Frederick, Maryland, so six hours ahead of the time that I am at right now. So that was news to me. Maybe it was news to you guys. Maybe you already knew that. I don't know. Pay attention today. Maybe you'll learn something yourself. Anyway, let's dive in. I'm excited for today's uh, topic. So if you're new and you haven't been listening to the series, I have been doing this series, I've been taking it chapter by chapter, and I've done five so far. This is going to be the fifth one. And this is, well, the book that I'm talking about is called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. And this is a counterintuitive approach to living a good life. And we're going to be talking about chapter six. So this is part six to my series. There's uh, only three more chapters left, so I'll have three more episodes on this book coming out in the future and this chapter chapter six is called you're wrong about everything and in parentheses but so am i so let's just dive right in so this chapter starts off with manson kind of just giving a lot of examples about how you know hundreds of years ago people used to think that like the earth was flat and doctors thought that you know slicing a person's arm open or causing some type of bleeding anywhere would cure diseases. And how when he was little, he used to think that, like, you know, there was a secret passageway in his, like, parents or his grandparents' house because his brother, like, jumped out the window and ran around the house. Like, he thought there was some type of passageway or something like that. Basically just going on and on about how he's believed all these things to be true once and, like, had, you know, what he thought was good reason and they all ended up to be... Wrong. They ended up being incorrect, just like, you know, doctors thinking hundreds of years ago that, you know, wouldn't they put like leashes on people to like suck the blood out and like try to like suck the disease out? Like that's obviously not how things work. But at the time, you know, so long ago when we didn't have the experience and the knowledge and the technology, they didn't know any better, you know? So as correct as we think we are, sometimes we're not. And this whole chapter just goes on and on about how we're never fully correct. We're never fully, you know, right. Like you we go through our lives and we learn stuff and we become less wrong about things, but like we're never fully not wrong, you know? There's always different perspectives. There's always different ways of seeing things. So and this all ties into growth, you know, like seeing, like learning later on that you were wrong and accepting that. So he was talking about how like other people's experiences and like what you hear and what you see, it, others experiences will rule our lives. And sometimes it's subconscious. Like we don't always realize it. happiness and love don't just happen. They they're worked for. Right. So we get to, we get to decide what is quote unquote enough not what other people say is enough not what you know tv is and media is saying is enough you get to decide what is enough for you okay we all have different definitions of different things and what everything means to us right on page 116 manson wrote every step of the way i was wrong and i hope that will continue to be the case for the rest of my life because that will have that will mean that i have grown so basically he's saying, I was wrong when I was a kid and I hope that that continues because if it's continuing, that means you're, le- you're growing, you're learning, right? If we're right all the time, then what's the point, you know? If you're right, then there's nothing more to learn. Like that doesn't, you know, there's no room for growth. There's no room for change. We're always wrong. But when we learn something, when we learn new information, we just go from being wrong to being a little bit less wrong. That's how he worded it in the book. Like just being, we go from wrong to less wrong and we keep getting less and less wrong about different things. And that's just, I mean, that's just, you know, what I've been saying, like we don't go to fully right. On page 117, Manson wrote, we are always in the process of approaching truth and perfection without actually ever reaching truth or perfection. Sorry, I completely just like stopped reading the sentence. I'll read that one more time. Again, 107, page 117, Manson wrote, we are always in the process of approaching truth and perfection without actually ever reaching truth or perfection. So it's a process, Right. We never go to right, but we just kind of become less wrong. We work towards, you know, truth. We work towards happiness. We work towards perfection. But we're not going to actually reach perfection. We're not actually going to reach 100% truth. And that's okay. That's what's going to keep us, you know, hungry for more knowledge. We all draw conclusions. We all make assumptions based off of our needs And based off of our situations that we have experienced, right? We all come to different conclusions as to what is quote unquote correct. We all come to different conclusions as to what is quote unquote enough to us, for us. On page 118, Manson wrote, many people become so obsessed with being right about their life that they never end up actually living it. And that is so true. I feel like just with a lot of the things going on in the world, ignorance is really at a high and it's so detrimental and we'll we'll get into why that is, you know, so dangerous and so awful and so, you know, unhealthy for us and it all kind of like ties into fear. So... I have been telling my spin class lately, like we shouldn't act out of fear, right? Fear, uh, whether it's fear of rejection, whether it's fear of failure, fear of someone saying no, etc. we can't act out of fear because there's always going to be something to be scared of. There's always going to be something to be fearful of, right? It's easier to sit in certainty that you will fail. It's easier to sit in certainty that you will be rejected, that you will be told no, that you will, you know, mess up. It's easier to just sit there and tell yourself that rather than to actually test those beliefs. Because then you must confront your beliefs. You must be wrong, right? To test those out, you have to actually, you know, you have to actually test them out. You have to actually put them, to the test. I was going to think of a different word, but whatever. On page 119, Manson wrote Certainty is the enemy of growth. Nothing is for certain until it has already happened. And even then, it's still debatable. That's why accepting the inevitable imperfections of our values is necessary for any growth to take place. Right? So that's why it's so important to accept that we are going to be wrong, right? All the time, all the time. We must not be certain of our fears and failures and whatever. We must seek doubt. Look for where you're wrong and then embrace it, right? Look for where you're wrong because you are. And that's okay. Honestly, the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. And that's just something that kind of comes with, like, experience and, you know, stuff like that. On page 119, Manson wrote, Being wrong opens us up to the possibility of change. Being wrong brings the opportunity for growth. It's what I've been saying. All we know is how something feels in the very moment, right? And that's not worth much. Sometimes those really stressful, dark, uncomfortable just difficult times can be the most motivating the most transforming the most impactful moments of our lives and we don't always realize it in the moment right and then vice versa some of the 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 best most gratifying most exciting most fun experiences those could be the most distracting and demotivating situations in our lives we don't know what makes a situation positive or negative Right. Because all we have to compare it to is what we've already experienced and what we've been told. So this all kind of ties into us, you know, just kind of like believing our own bullshit. Like we all come up with things like our brains are great at creating bullshit and believing it. The brain is imperfect and the brain has an ego, right? It wants to be right. And sometimes it's really good at believing it, you know, believing that you're right. On page one hundred twenty two manta wrote everything about our experiences, both external and internal, generates new associations and connections within our minds so every that 's why being mindful is so important because every little experience every little situation you 're in that you know is going to generate those new those new thoughts and connections, you know, in, in your mind with, and, you know, then you can retain it for future use and future knowledge. Once we create and give meaning towards something, we're going to hold on to it and we're going to defend it, right? We're going to look not for where we're wrong. We're going to look for where we're right. And that's what gets so dangerous because that's where ignorance comes in, right? So this all ties into, you know, growth, self-improvement, Now, this is something that I think a lot of people should just hear, okay? And it's this. Doing everything right, okay? Quote, unquote, right. Doing everything right doesn't make someone right, okay? Just because you're doing all the right things, just because you're exercising and you're eating salads, that doesn't mean that you're right about everything else. Just because you are healthy yourself doesn't mean that you, it's you're right about that being the method for everybody else. Does that make sense? Like Something can be right to you and for you, but it's not right to everybody else. It's not always right for everybody else. So this all, what I was saying earlier, how we would get to how detrimental, um, you know, being certain is. And it's because people, when people, okay, when people are doing horrible things to other people, it's an act of certainty. On page 127, Manson wrote, evil people never believe that they are evil. Rather, they believe that everyone else is evil. Right? page 127, same page. Manson wrote, the problem here is that not only is certainty unattainable, but the pursuit of certainty often breeds more and worse insecurity. Right? The more certain you think you are, the more that you think you know, the more that you don't. The When you are insecure, You are susceptible to entitlement. And I talked about this in a recent episode about why that is so, you know, detrimental as well, like the entitlement aspect. When we get insecure and we get so certain about things, everything seems to threaten us a little bit more, right? On page 129, Manson wrote, uncertainty is the root of all progress and all growth. So basically, it's just saying we must be open to learn. We must be open to be wrong. On page 129, same page, Manson wrote, the more we admit we do not know, the more opportunities we gain to learn. Right? If you're sitting there acting like you know everything, how are you going to learn anything? If you're telling people, oh, I already know that. You don't need to tell me. Okay, no one's going to tell you then. Right? You're not going to learn it. Entitlement when when you are you know breeding this entitlement it leads to avoiding responsibility and then that just kind of like leads to you being an asshole like it's just a downward spiral from there it's an egotistical entitled avoiding responsibility type of person and i do talk about that again in a recent episode on this series On page 129 again, Manson wrote, the openness to being wrong must exist for any real change or growth to take place. So basically sums up everything I've been saying, right? So this all comes to what I was saying earlier about like, you know, avoiding responsibility and how that can, you know, be a result of entitlement and insecurity. It's that avoidance, on page 130, Manson wrote, the more something threatens your identity, the more you will avoid it. There's comfort in labels. There's comfort in knowing how you fit in, right? People always love to label themselves. But the more specific you get, the more everything's going to threaten you in like your identity, you know? People are so afraid of success for the same exact reason that people are so afraid of failure it threatens who they believe themselves to be. It threatens the labels they've given themselves. It threatens the values that they've chosen to live up to. On page 132, Manson wrote, we all have values for ourselves. We protect these values. We try to live up to them and we justify them and maintain them. Even if we don't mean to, that's how our brain is wired. Again, what I was saying earlier, that's how our brain works. That's how it's that's how it acts it's meant to defend ourselves in what we believe to be true in what we believe to be enough i really like how in this part of the book manson was writing something like like don't find yourself so you can keep discovering yourself right like don't give yourself a label because you're just putting yourself in a box people are fluid we're you know we're We're always transforming. We're always changing. The narrower and the rarer identity that you choose for yourself, the more everything appears as a threat. So this is where you got to start questioning yourself. Make it a habit, okay? We've got to question ourselves. It's a very difficult skill, but it is possible. And it is very useful. So... Manson kind of wraps up this chapter by listing like the three main questions we should be asking ourselves. So the first one that he wrote was, what if I'm wrong? So just starting off with, you know, what if I'm wrong? We're the worst observers of ourselves, right? Especially if we're always, our brains wired to, you know, defend ourselves. We're not able to fully observe ourselves. On page 136, Manson wrote, Questions like these need to become a mental habit. In many cases, the simple act of asking ourselves such questions generates the humility and compassion needed to resolve a lot of our issues. So, just asking ourselves half the time, it it just helps us become more self-aware. You know, it, it pops the question in our mind. It lets us to start thinking about it. And asking yourself if you're wrong doesn't actually mean that you are, you know? It's just, it's just a question. It's just an observation. And for change to occur, you must be wrong about something, right? So the second question that he put is, what would it mean if I were wrong? So he then points out what, you know, Aristotle once wrote, it is the mark of an educated mind To be able to entertain a thought without accepting it so again you can ask yourself this you can have this thought but you know that doesn't mean you have to accept it that doesn't mean that you have to give it power it's just it's just a thought and then the third question that Manson wrote was would being wrong create a better or a worse problem than my current problem for both myself and others So basically you're looking at which problem is better. So if it's down to you being wrong or everybody else being wrong, it's more likely that you're the one that's wrong. Think about that. I want to say that one more time. If it's down to you being wrong versus everybody else being wrong, it's probably you that is wrong. It is more likely that you're the one that is wrong. So I want to leave you guys off with, on page 140, it was the last sentence of the chapter, Manson wrote, that's simply reality. If it feels like you versus the world, chances are it's really just you versus yourself. Boom, mic drop. I remember reading that and being like, dang, wow. This whole book has honestly made me just go, wow. But anyway. I hope you guys got something out of this episode. If you need to re-listen to it, I know that was like a lot of information, go ahead and re-listen. Make sure you listen to my other episodes as well. Um, I'm excited to, we're getting to the end of this series, but it's been fun. I've I've been enjoying this. So I wanna thank you all so much for listening. It really does mean the world to me. Please send this to a friend that you think might benefit, whether it's just this episode or the whole podcast, you know, as a whole, Uh, make sure to rate this podcast five stars and follow it and you can follow me on Instagram you can find me there you can message me any comments questions topic ideas you know let me know what you want to hear i want to know what you guys want to learn uh it is chloe.vetter so c h l o e . v as in violet e t t e r you can find me there and i hope you guys have a beautiful day and if not the sun will rise and we will try again Thank you, guys. I will see you all next Friday for another episode. Peace out.